Welcome, guys, to the Bezat podcast. This is Ayman, your CPO. I head up the people team at Bezat. Anyone tuning in from the outside, Bezat is an employee benefits company that's on a constant mission to make a world-class employee experience accessible to everyone. So we decided to start this podcast a couple of weeks ago to inspire uh, and help our people through meaningful conversations with our own team members. So it'll be available to everyone at Baizat, as well as people from outside of the company, uh, available on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, probably Angami as well in the near future. So uh, we're going to be discussing topics pertaining to mindset, well-being, resilience, performance, you name it. And for today's episode, we have Mohammed Selchuk. How's it going, man? Great, man. It's okay. How about you? Good, 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 good. So is it Selchuk or Mohammed or Mohammed Selchuk or what do you prefer? Uh, everybody calls me Selchuk uh, in real life, but in the Bayzat, there's another Selchuk. And that's why we call, that's why everybody calls me Mohammed here. Okay, I thought so. Okay. Okay, so we'll go with Salchuk. So Salchuk, for anyone who doesn't know you, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do here at Bayzat and walk us through your your daily responsibilities in the company? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's been actually one year since I joined uh, Bayzat. Uh, I just uh, joined after my graduation from Hacettepe University uh, at Ankara. Uh, I'm actually a member of the uh, B2C squad as a software engineer here. And uh, what is, I contribute. What does B2C mean for those who don't know? Yeah, it's a it's an abbreviation for the business to customers. And we are basically developing features to, to touch the people's lives directly without not uh, communicating with directly with the businesses, but the customers actually. The end are, yeah. yeah, and definitely. the. Features we develop is the online doctor, uh, is a telehealth, basically. The online pharmacy and the claims feature we have definitely for the related with the health, uh, basically these uh, features are, uh, I personally, uh, I'm software engineer and contribute, I'm contributing to both uh, mobile and the backend uh, of the application. Uh, yeah, these are the, things uh, my squad does and um, I personally so wait uh, I'm gonna so- I'm gonna stop you there for one second okay my squad okay that yeah. might sound like simple term for someone like you but for any newbies joining or anyone listening from the outside tell us what that means squad how, how's the setup of the engineering department yeah in the I will talk about the B2C side and the firstly, and the, after that, the engineering side. The, the, as a B2C squad, uh, us, we are uh, just, uh, our mission is to develop, as I said, the features like the uh, health-related features that touch people's lives. And uh, actually this squad means there's a product designer, there's a product manager, there, there are uh, engineers that, uh, that try to collaborate each other to come up with the end product. And uh, every day we just uh, group up together and just discuss the things, discuss the roadmap we need to follow, etc. as a team. Uh, and the, the ownership 
the the be, being part of a team uh, is is very helpful for for that purpose. So because you need to collaborate with each of the, each of, uh, member of the team, right? So uh, that's why I said our team, <laughs> not 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 the B two C super ad yeah. like that. So. Yeah, the, the engineering side is, is a little bit different. Uh, I am part of a squad, but the in the, on the engineering side, I am part of a backend uh, engineering squad and the, as, as well as the mobile engineering squad. It, it's not uh, defined as a squad, but uh, it's a group of people that discuss together to, to determine the roadmap for the technical issues. Yeah, I can say these uh, to determine the squads. Uh, and how many other squads exist in the, in the company? Uh, lots of men. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not aware of the number, but yeah, there are uh, uh, payroll side, uh, HR side, uh, B2C, B2B, uh, lots of CSC side, lots of squads. And they actually, the organization is divided into squads and in the uh, tech, tech side and to, to develop features related with the uh, related with the specific parts of the application, like the HR part of the application and or the business to customers part of the application, the payroll payment part of the application. These squads are uh, determined like this uh, so that the, the, the group of people can just uh, work together to, uh, to, to reach that destination mm. determined. Mm. Yeah. And what does your day-to-day -day look like as an engineer? I mean, to be honest, if you ask a random person today in sales, so for those who don't know, most of our engineering team is based out of Ankara in Turkey, and us here headquarters are based in Dubai. So for those of you who don't know what your role looks like, what it entails, what you guys do on a day-to-day, -day, how, how could you explain that in, in simple terms? Yeah, definitely. So uh, we have a stand-up uh, around 10.10 Dubai time. And we discuss all the things that we need to do uh, at that day and uh, uh, or that week at the beginning of the week. So uh, we discuss the things needs to be done. And after that, we basically have a meeting sometimes with the only tech people and the developer part uh, to, to arrange the stuff we need to do. And uh, the especially during the stand-ups, we share the insights, the, the like the numbers, the numbers we have, how, how are we doing in, the, in terms of the numbers? Uh, for example, how many people are having an online doctor consultation this week? And the, the, the how are we doing compared to the previous week, etc. To insight, to, to keep every, everyone motivated. Uh, basically, these are very important. And after the, the tech meeting the, with the developers, we decide what to do and uh, continue after that. And in the day, we have some planning preparation meetings uh, for the future products, uh, future uh, things that we need that needs to be done uh, in the, for example, in the uh, next month or after that, or the. The, about the bug, uh, the, the, we, we just realized that affects our customers. We just group uh, immediately uh, as an agile way. So we, we, we can just take a decision to what to do, et cetera. And the, in the day, yeah, there's a squad related meetings and the uh, purely tech related meetings we have generally. And the, in the tech meetings, 
uh, we have just we are uh, grouping up with the backend and the mobile engineers uh, generally. I'm not part of the front-end uh, team, but they also do the same thing. Um, in there, also, we are discussing our technical depths or the technical issues we have right now and the, the enablers we, we may have if we focus on the required parts. Um, and we discuss all the things together and uh, brainstorming session, basically, it is. And uh, we, we basically keep everyone know about anything because we are divided into squads. Uh, it's, it's very easy to be disconnected if you do not have these mm. kind of sessions or this kind of meetings, etc. And um, uh, in the engineering side, it is also a very important, crucial part because for example, another squad is doing something uh, uh, dealing with the technical challenge that we are facing right now. And if we, uh, if we know about it and on, on that meeting, uh, we can maybe suggest something uh, in there, or we can say that we are already, we are already close to solving that, solving that problem. And uh, maybe we can group up and uh, uh, solve it immediately, etc. So, yeah. Uh, and what's been the main challenge with working purely remotely um, without visiting the office, without having that human interaction? Um, walk us through that experience and its challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, actually, it's my first time for remote working and uh, I, I just uh, worked for uh, two companies for internships and uh, one company for the part-time uh, as a part-time software engineer but uh, all, all of them were uh, like face-to-face uh, -face, not not remote working it was it was my first time here in Baghdad uh, as a remote worker worker so it's a thing that I struggle a little bit at the beginning because uh, you need to know the process and you need to know what to do uh, to achieve the best. Uh, it's very important because there are a little bit tricky points while uh, working as a remote. So you need to be uh, so transparent. So uh, you need to immediately ping someone about anything because you cannot just say about it or talk about it during uh, lunch. It is a crucial thing. Just uh, I could I could say something about it during the lunch to someone about a problem. Maybe we, we, we could discuss it during uh, the lunch, but in here, it's not possible. So I, I just need to immediately ping him or just uh, know, let, let her, him or uh, know about the situation. So uh, it, these kind of things, the processes, learning processes was a little bit uh, hard for me, but uh, after some point, I realized that it is uh, actually efficient because I can, uh, we, we can just uh, work together, especially in the engineering side, by sharing your screen code together, etc. It's very useful. And uh, and uh, in the office, we were not doing such kind of things in the in the in my previous companies. But and I I said that a remote working is better in in that term. Uh, like you you can just share your screen. I said of of course you can do it on, on the office. But uh, since people are together, I think they uh, just grab some chair into the near the table and look at the code like this. So these kind of things, uh, but 
I I realized that I I enjoy working as a remotely uh, in in terms of the technical part, but uh, there are downsides, definitely downsides that I cannot deny, and the, that's uh, the, the one of the things. For example, during the lunch, you can just talk about anything: the movie, music, the the, the metal band you have just discovered uh, during the weekend. Man, it is it is very important for for uh, for we are human human beings. We cannot just do work every time. We can we need to just talk about uh, these kind of things as well. And the remote working, it is kind of hard to come up with this kind of. Uh, conversations it is possible but it is just like an i feel like artificial for, for yeah. uh, being artificial for yeah, you can't you can't replace human interaction and that social yeah. aspect so that's why i think hybrid models are gonna emerge um you can't it's not one or the other right there's a there's a gray area um yeah so so going back to your pre-work days is it true that you graduated top of your class in one of the top universities in turkey Yes, yes, yes. I was the uh, highest degree student in the computer science department. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, when you're going through the process of looking for your next challenge, your next role, um, why by that? What intrigued you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so it, it was hard uh, for me to decide what what to do next uh, because I was the top of the class and the, the academic path is uh, is clear for me to follow because uh, the, everybody everybody does this man. <laughs> the, the, if, if you are top of the class, you just go academic generally, of course. And uh, I, I, but I realized that uh, I actually don't wanna do that right now. Uh, because I I worked as a software engineer for the during my internships and at, at, at the startup and I realized that I love the environment I love the dynamic structure of these kind of companies and the the thing the the, the, the these kind of companies actually are very agile because the world is changing so fast like we have in COVID like uh, the, the you need to react. Uh, uh, as soon as possible to to satisfy the demand on the market and since there's a dynamic structure i feel so much engaged only in the work because mm. i need to do something i need to i need to build a new thing does it change uh, i need to uh, refactor it we update it and uh, it's not a thing that's statical that you 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 just need to change yourself and uh, update yourself and uh, learn and grow every day to, to keep up the, these challenges. And uh, I feel like I love building things and I love uh, interacting with people in, a, in a such, uh, such a dynamic environment. And after that, uh, I decided to go, uh, go, go, to an, uh, go to a company, a startup company and start to work. Mm. So, by that is just like a coincidence, and I, I just heard because the, 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 there are a lot of people from my university here, and um, I, I don't know actually I, I, I didn't know anything about the Bayzat uh, before I joined, but after I joined and after uh, the interviews, the couple of months, uh, the, the, I realized that I, I said that it is it is that 
it is the right place for me to learn and grow because it is so normal for uh, anyone new to have some kind of hesitation if you do not have any any previous knowledge about the company etc but uh, after a, a period uh, you you realize basically and uh, you realize that the 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 company's goals and the company's environment is basically overlapping with your own goals own aims that's that's really nice nicely put and yeah. listen when i asked when i asked the question who who do you guys think would be a good candidate for this podcast from engineering your name came up right and your name came up you. and you're known to be kind of like a self learner uh, where you take learning and growth very seriously now that's amazing but what does that mean walk us through some of your daily habits or rituals that you stick to in order to ensure that you're waking up better today than you were yesterday yeah definitely for uh, it is one of the basic principles right get better every day and not aiming the best and aiming to being better yeah so I, I, when I first uh, hear about this principle, yeah, I said it is com- completely uh, makes sense for me because it's the, the, the thing that uh, one needs to have as a mindset is this, because if you, if you uh, aim to be better every day, Tawal uh, said during a meeting, and if, I, if I, I'm better than previous day, uh, so after a certain point, I would be amazing and perfect. And then, actually, you are the top uh, player, but uh, you, since you aim to be better, uh, you don't really realize, and uh, you just compete with yourself. It's very important for me. It is like this: the the when I first uh, hear about the concept or the or the both my team and the B two C squad team and also the technical part, technical uh, engineering part, I just uh, dive into the dive into the concept and look at research for that so so and the, the research consists of different parts and the, the, there are two different parts of uh, research for me basically and the, the, the first one is the depth first search it's uh, basically the algorithm one of the algorithms in the computers but uh, the, the other one is the breadth first search the depth first search you just dive into the concept and look everything uh, the all the details about it for example you see a concept in the engineering you look all the things regarding that etc i don't like this this approach the other approach is bread for search you just look at look at it and uh, you just learned uh, the the uh, you just have a brief idea about the concept and uh, just look at the things related relate uh, look at the parts related with that concept and after that, if you decide to look for deeper, go for the depth first search uh, approach. So uh, I just, for example, learn some concept and look at it and learn others, etc. And I realized that I need more during the day, during the day, uh, because my uh, if I learn this, everything could be better for me and the company. And I, I dive into that. Mm. That's That's my process, basically. And the, I, I look for more detailed information. That's that's how I uh, go for uh, to, to learn a new concept, new new thing in the internet. So it seems you're very passionate about what you do, obviously. Um, 
When did you decide that you want to be an engineer? Yeah, from from the days that I uh, first met with my uh, computer uh, during my uh, I was uh, first grade uh, in the primary school. Yeah, you just learn, you just play some games during that day and uh, yeah, trying to understand what is this and what, because it's just a little strange thing for you and you just want to interact with that, etc. And starting from these days, and um, I just realized that I love solving problems. I love uh, looking for, researching about some problems and I, I want to, solve a question in an efficient way, like the, in an easiest way, etc. So that's actually uh, a lot overlapping with the engineering uh, occupation. So you, you, you just, you are just doing some, solving some questions, solving some problems every day and using some theories or the, the pre -pre knowledge that you gain during your university time, during your life, etc. And uh, the, I can say that it is the time when I realized that uh, I, I love solving problems and the, after I met with my computer. After you met your computer, your first love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> and and uh, something that I hear a lot is, especially with engineers, maybe this is a stereotype, I don't know, um, that burnout is, is something that's very common, right? Um, yeah. How do you deal with it if you've ever experienced it? And what do you advise others suffering from burnout? Yes, burnout is a, is a very easy thing to achieve during an engineering, especially in the startup, because startup is a dynamic, as I said, and you, you just need to uh, satisfy the demand constantly and you, you may work hard. And you 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 may work hard to achieve these kind of uh, to to solve these kind of challenges every day. And after some point, you realize that uh, you are basically burned out. If if you don't know the term burnout, and uh, if you don't know the uh, process, the situation that you are in, you may uh, maybe you can under you can think that you are in. A, a, a different situation, like not burnout, but something else. But knowing these kind of things are very important. For me, burnout, it doesn't happen a lot, but uh, I feel like it is coming sometimes. And, and, and these kind of, in these kind of times, uh, I maybe just take off uh, just two, three days and from work to, to just realize and uh, to, to relax. And uh, uh, I just work, uh, I, I don't work a lot during these days and to just do anything that I love. Uh, what, are of some of those, what are some of those things you love? Yeah, for example, this. Uh, One of the what things. Is, is that a Fender or a Squire? Fender is Fender. Nice. Yeah. One of the thing is this, and uh, I'm not so good, but I love uh, improvising, etc. Doing uh, by playing uh, with a backtrack uh, with the notes, etc. Get ready so, in October. <laughs> Get ready in October. I'm, really? I'm, I'm visiting Turkey. I'll bring my guitar with me. Oh, well, super man. Okay, super, that's really cool. Uh, uh, yeah, that's really cool, and you know. 
how else do you spend time to disconnect? Do you have any certain routines or rituals that help you kind of de-stress outside of taking a break? Maybe just throughout the day or, or little tricks or hacks? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I love uh, listening music and I, I love listening classical music. Uh, and uh, every, every time I listen, I feel like I'm relaxed. And uh, as I said, I play guitar to relax as well. And um, the other things I read about the topics I love, uh, the, the history, for example. Really? I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I feel, because I, I feel like I'm part of the uh, history, the, like uh, reading about the thing happened in the history, etc. It's a good thing for me, but it's a little bit weird to read something to relax, but uh, it's, it's, it's working for me because uh, sometimes no, people oh, don't yeah. hate uh, history, etc. <laughs> it can be weird a little bit. So other than that, uh, the walking, uh, the, the exercising can be choices. Um, yeah, the, these are the things, but generally I, I try to uh, try to not do anything about the job about the work uh, mm. to, to get to relax to relax and and the, the it's like work hard work hard play hard uh, thing and the concept like you just work hard but uh, outside of the work you do not uh, do anything uh, regarding with work I, I do not follow this but uh, when I feel like I will be burned out I, I will switch to that uh, mood uh, immediately yeah yeah where do you draw the line between work and non-work life, right? To me, someone like you who's extremely passionate about what they do, and they've known since they were a child that they want to be an engineer, and they constantly learn about it, it becomes part of your identity, part of your life, right? So the whole yes. aspect of separating work from life and work-life balance is disappearing nowadays with that you know, indulgence and that passion that people put into their jobs. So uh, what's your view on that? Yeah, definitely. And I, I feel like that I, I cannot uh, draw this line easily mm. <laughs> in my daily life. And especially during the COVID, probably that, that was the contributing factor because in the, I, I work as a remote. So uh, I need to maybe go out and just uh, hang out with my friends sometimes after some uh, time in the day after work, but I, I couldn't do this during the quarantine times, etc. And uh, things get better. Now I just start to go out, with, hang out with my friends, etc. So it is very, especially hard for the uh, drawing that line. Uh, if you are working as a remotely, because you don't know when the work ends and in the office, when you go out, uh, out of the office, it is ended. But in the in the uh, remote remote working schedule, you cannot do this. So I think uh, after some time, you can just uh, pause your notifications and in, in the Slack and the, or or the any platform you are using as a company, and uh, you can you can just look at it, look at the demanding uh, demands from the users or the other engineers after. Uh, in the in the next day so for me because it's it can be uh, useful because uh, if, if you don't want to work after some time 
you shouldn't work. And, and uh, if you want to live, some, spend some time with your family, and uh, it will it will make you feel better next day. Actually, it will be, make you better in the, make make you product more productive in the next day. So you should follow these patterns. You cannot work every time. It is a definite thing. But uh, for me, it is a little bit hard because, as I, as you said, I'm a little bit passionate about what I'm doing. And uh, since, as I said, in the COVID term, etc., I don't feel like I'm not working at any time in the week. Week, but uh, in the when I'm close to burnout, I, I'm uh, you know disconnected. It, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, yeah. yeah. And. Um... So other than being a self-learner, why do you think that you were a common name that was brought up for this podcast to be a to be an interviewee on this podcast? Yeah, self, yeah, I, I'm a self-learner. Uh, definitely, it's a definite thing. But and uh, one of the uh, things that I know that I'm doing good and at least I'm trying to be good, better every day, to, to uh, just communicate with everyone about the problem in a transparent and open way uh, every time. And uh, also the uh, caring about the customers a lot. And uh, I'm just, I, I, I feel like I need to show empathy every time. Uh, for for the customers because it's just like a tricky concept for i'm not sure whether the other engineerings have these kinds of effects uh, to the people's lives uh, in the world but the the code that i wrote at that day will be visible to the to the live and the people in the thousands of people's apps mm. and the, the the downloaded by them in an each and every day so I feel like so responsible for them every yeah, time. And uh, that's, that's purposeful work, right? You found a big purpose behind the code you write, which is amazing. Definitely, yes. There are things actually uh, much important for me to, to that, that code's working. So, so if I touch some people's lives, for example, sometimes uh, Dima shares some... Uh, share some news, share some stories about the customers and the, the, they, the, the benefit they gain with the, our, our features. And uh, I, it's, it's, a, it's a time that I feel like I'm living. Nice. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a time that I feel like I'm doing, I'm doing great job and I'm, I'm in a right company. And uh, that, that keeps me motivating because the, the other things, can be tentative, but touching people's lives is not tentative. You touch it's that life constant. and it, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's constant. And the, the power of softwares, you, you just develop something and it is reachable by, by thousands of people. And since this, if you write some code great or the, your company is doing great job uh, in all of, all of the departments, you, you will get some more users, you will some get more people to, to use your product. And that means you will be reaching uh, more and more people's lives. It's, it's mm. a very motivating thing for me. Uh, and yeah. uh, if I rewind a bit, you said also something about being open and transparent about problems. 
Can you tell me what that means exactly in practicality? Yeah, sure. Uh, the, the, actually, when I feel like there's a problem that needs to be solved and the, 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 the parameters, that, parameters that we need to solve in order to solve this, solve this question, I just share it and the, the fit, the, it is one of the basic principles as well, the feedback, right? So we need to just uh, build some fruitful dialogue with anyone, just giving some feedbacks by it, it is and uh, it is happening with uh, being transparent and open. So I, I, I want to be open and transparent about anything to the people because uh, when I see a critical point that can be an enabler for any, any other problem any any other people in the company, I cannot hide it and I shouldn't because everybody, if everybody hides something and we cannot reach a point and we cannot yeah. solve these problems. And I, I, I'm doing, I'm trying to do that. Basically, I'm trying to be transparent to solve the questions, solve the problems uh, faster than uh, if, if I hadn't do this kind of thing. So, so you, I mean, you're, you're, that means you're willing to engage in conflict. No problem. Yeah. Right. So maybe this is another stereotype or a persona attached to engineers, but there's a certain element of being an introvert attached to engineering. Right. Um, so other people might not find it comfortable or natural uh, to mm -hmm. voice these kinds of problems or to, to embrace conflict like that. So for anyone joining in engineering from now and into the future, what advice would you give them? Yeah, definitely very, very good point because uh, the maybe it can be the nature of the uh, occupation, but the since you are dealing with the computers alone a lot, maybe it, you are becoming exactly. introvert at, at the time goes. And uh, uh, my advice would be to just be transparent, be open about anything. Because if you do, if you hide something, if if you if you do not share it constantly directly with uh, with your with the person you are talking to or the person that can solve your problem easily. Uh, you would you would waste your time. It's just like the the thing in the in the engineering. It's very uh, common. You're just uh, trying to solve this question, solve this problem alone a lot by hours, and I, you just ask it to the to a senior engineer, for example, and he can just uh, solve it in a in a one minute because there's a experience in there. There's a thing that you can learn from there, and uh, you need to be aware of this and the. As a new joiner, what you need to do is to just to try to learn the concepts as soon as possible to just uh, to try to understand what's happening in there and try to understand how people communicate with each other. And since you get to know the process better and you may actually, you can even uh, make, this, make this process better than, than it's before. Mm. As, a, as a new joiner, because mm. you are you have a fresh pair of eyes, and you can just have a look at the process and make it better. And you can just do it like being a transparent and open about it. Yeah. I, I, Another I, point I think that you mentioned, which is quite uh, enlightening, is being purposeful or being authentic in the work you're doing, uh, finding some greater purpose behind it, and. If you're saying that you you feel that sense of achievement 
when we share feedback with you from customers and this drives you and motivates you and fuels that purposeful work. Is there anything we can be doing more as Bayzat to feedback into you guys more and more and more, more than they're doing, we're doing at the moment? Definitely. Yes, yeah, so for this, as a squad, I can say this. Um, uh, for example, we, we are just trying to uh, optimize this process, uh, the thing you said. The, sometimes this, this work can be just uh, put into the uh, products work, like product people needs mm. to just share these insights, share these numbers with everyone. Mm. I don't think like this. So e every member of the team, as a developer, as a product manager, as a product specialist, etc., needs to know about these kind of uh, insights, numbers, for example. We have some numbers in there, how many people are, are uh, currently, yeah, uh, have, have, have a online doctor consultation this week. So product, product guys can know this, but as a developer, you need to ask for it as well, because yeah. what, what why why are you developing these features why are you uh, spending so much time so if you if you find your purpose in in a work I, i'm sure that it will be very easy for you to keep motivated every day so the the actually the process that we try to optimize is to just share this knowledge share this insights to everyone in the team so that everyone keeps motivated every time, because I believe that uh, there is uh, not, there is no bigger uh, motivation uh, than, than touching people's lives. So you, you, agreed, agreed. I, I, I'm I'm not actually I'm not happy when we we re release that feature to the stores, but I'm happy when we get the feedbacks because I'm not I'm I don't know I I have no yeah. Yeah, yeah I have no clue whether the customers will like it or uh, whether we can satisfy their demands yeah but after we get the feedbacks uh, quantitatively and qualitatively it's very important you can see the numbers and also get the feedbacks and uh, uh, the emotional feedbacks it's very uh, important for me basically good to know man Salchuk, Muhammad Salchuk or Muhammad, whatever you want to be called. I'm going to call you Salchuk too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, man. This was so enlightening. It was absolutely fantastic having you on. Um, I look forward to more of these. And we managed thank to you. get it done in under an hour. I'm sure there was so many things that people are going to take away from this. You were an uh, absolute superstar, man. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Thanks for having me.